0: You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? Please. For lack of a better word. It's good. You know what I mean? Money to made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. Well. You're crazy. You no know one takes to so sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. i am falling and I can't get out!
1: All right, welcome to Money Never Sleeps Radio, and this is the show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at Lewis Velasquez, and you'll get a front row seat to my insight, my, uh, my input, uh, my, my rants, my personal endeavors, and things of that nature. Uh, now, I, let's, let's move on. Let's talk about tariffs. Okay, uh, uh, tariffs, you know, they're, they're, they're impacting and going to impact a lot of industries that import or export. So that means, you know, a, a lot of, uh, a lot of companies are going to get, in, are going to be impacted, uh, by what's going on with the, uh, the tariffs. Uh, the tariffs are going to add a big expense uh, to the tune of anywhere from 10 to 25%. That's huge. That is huge. This this will eat into the margins of uh, a lot of these companies and could put some companies out of business in the United States, uh, and overseas as well. You know your 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 price points are going higher and higher, and uh, it's going to impact your your employees and down the line. Um, and again, it's not just for finished products; it's for raw materials as well. Uh, this is impactful. Uh, these companies that are going to be tariffed, you know, we'll, we'll use the terminology tariffed. Okay. Uh, well, look if they're if they're exporting just to open this up a little bit, if they're exporting, then it will just increase their price points for their customers overseas. They're going to have to charge more for the products or the uh, the raw material, and their customers are going to have to pay more because of these tariffs. Somebody has to pay the pay the tab. It's not just going to go away. Uh, so, that's going to be impactful. Uh, those that are importing, well, a number of things are going to happen. It, it will increase their operating expenses, no question. Uh, it's going to decrease their profit margins. That's a given uh, to, to the point that some of these companies may flatline. Who knows? Uh, it's going to impact their growth. It could impact that growth. I'm not going to say it's going to, but I'm saying it really could. Look, if if their profit margins are uh, decreasing, then you know the uh, the next domino to fall is their growth. And look, it's going to impact the company overall. You know uh, how they run their business, how many people they can employ, so on and so forth. If you have less money coming in, well, guess what? You can't you can't hire the people you want to hire. You can't be as innovative as you want to be um so that that's uh that's the overall view of this uh i i believe in fair trade Uh but a trade war it doesn't help anyone so i believe that president trump and his administration they're trying to do something they're trying to change the uh the status quo you know what has always happened will continue to happen that you know the trees try to change that and i get it uh and i don't think that they have a long. I don't think they want a long-term negative impact on the U.S. on any U.S. company. I think it's just something that's happening. You know, it's. Uh, I'm not going to call it collateral damage, but it's uh, causality. You know, you have, uh, you know, one action that is creating another action, and that's what's happening here. Uh, so I'm confident that that a deal. A deal that needs to be made for the benefit of both the U.S. and China will be made at some point, then it's going to benefit the world. And that way, everything could be about fair trade, okay? I don't think this is protectionism. I think it's more of, you know, everyone should get their fair share type of deal, and that's what we're looking at. Um, so I think a lot of people, the media, you know, they'll go and they'll publicize things the way they see them. It's funny, I saw a video uh you know it's see you know, with the hurricane that the hurricane florence that devastated the carolinas um you know there's a video you know showing the media how and i think joe rogan put it out there uh where you had the reporter he was in the deepest end of the water reporting meanwhile his cameraman was basically on the sidewalk you know i don't know if the guy was in a pothole or whatever but i just thought that was amusing you know don't always believe what you see Okay, you know, um, it's, it's just how, how, how things are, and the media can paint the picture the way they want to. Uh, and that's that. Uh, anyway, let, let's move on. Uh, Apple, okay, their latest iPhone was announced. Uh, they had the big event, the big uh, splash, uh, and the sales demand is not what they expected. You know, Tim Cook is doing a fantastic job. And building the company, but you know their their latest iPhone, uh, two versions, uh, the cheaper one and the more expensive one, uh, you know the demand is not there. Not, not is there, but not what they expected. So all the hype and a twelve hundred dollars uh, smartphone may not move the needle for this trillion dollar company. The good thing is they have a few other tricks up their sleeve, which I like. You know, such as the iWatch. iWatch they have the different functions and their computer line and so on and so forth, and they're getting involved. And from what I understand, they're looking to, uh, uh, start making movies and getting involved in that deal and doing what Netflix is doing. So, watch out. That's gonna be interesting. That may be a game changer. Uh, because, you know, they already have, the uh, subscriber base so it's a matter of turning the key if they should want to do that and it's, it'll give Netflix a run for their money should be interesting uh, something that happened uh, I believe it happened over the weekend uh, Amazon is looking into some uh, payola uh, deal that happened overseas apparently some some rogue employee a high-ranking employee overseas uh, they were making side deals with vendors and with information to have their products on amazon in exchange for information something like that you know i don't like i don't know the details but it's basically a, a reverse pay-for-play situation uh like i don't think that it will impact the stock too much i i mean it's going to have some sort of impact people right now with uh trust it's a big thing right now uh it's just uh, interesting you know to me um that a rogue employee would think would really think and <laughs> that there was a need for this in the first place this is amazon they don't need to do it uh so i doubt it's widespread more likely an isolated incident as i said on twitter today i think it's isolated um cannabis companies uh look cannabis cannabis companies are on the rise and i've been saying this for some time as far as the potential and now it's starting to open up a little bit and i think time time is healing and time is uh allowing people to get more comfortable it's really becoming more widely accepted and after all these years people are just getting used to the idea and that'll be good for small and mid-level legal cannabis growers and distributors in the United States. Uh, for those publicly traded companies or those that will be publicly traded, they're going to gain interest from the investment community. There's no question. You have private equity investment banks, brokers' firms, so on and so forth, investors. In general, they're hungry for new meat. They want, they want that chunky piece of meat they want to sink their teeth into. And this may be one of those meals that they can feed from for a while, if done right. And the second meal that they'll be able to feed from for a while is in the crypto market. Okay, Um, investors, look, you guys need to understand a bit more about what is value and what is just hype. And I want to put this in the context of stocks. Because if you guys understand stocks, you're going to understand this. In the stock market, look—you have your blue chips, you have your value-added stocks, you have your true growth stocks, you have—and—and and again, this ranges from stocks that trade on New York, Nasdaq, overseas exchanges. Okay, you have companies that are real and growing, and so on and so forth. The last area is the bulletin board arena. Okay, where you find so much hype for companies that may be pure startups now. I'm not saying that all companies there are startups. I'm saying that you have you have a lot of them, and not that and it, they they don't have the value that investors were told that they have. You know, so it becomes a high risk situation. And again, um, you know, not all companies are like that on the bulletin board market. But I'm giving you an example so you can understand and you can kind of put it into the context so you can really really understand what's going on here. Uh, in other words, look, you have a lot of You have a lot of companies, you know, on, on the bulletin board that are pump and dump scenarios. I mean, you have them elsewhere, but here you have pump and dump scenarios where people hype up these companies and people are getting out of stock. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have someone holding the bag at the end of the deal. Now, again, um, I have to reiterate this. Not all companies in the bulletin board market are like this. They're not. You have some good quality companies that are growing, and that's a entry point for them. Uh, so I'm just giving, I'm giving you know, the listeners an example so they can really understand it and understand how, crypt, how the crypto issues, those crypto coins, need to be looked at. If you're not looking at, that, looking at it that way, you're looking at it wrong. Uh, It's high risk, no question, but you have a small handful of cryptocurrencies that have significant value, utility, and growth potential, and I'll throw those in the NASDAQ, New York Stock Exchange column if I had to, okay, just, again, to keep it within the context, then you have your uh, vast amount that are just coins with little to no value, like what are they issued for, what are they doing, nothing, there's no utility, Okay, just a bunch of hype. You have uh, some kid that, that made coins and they created a, they, they created a a blockchain and all of a sudden they're hyping it to, to, to high heaven and they're getting a promoter to promote it and so on and so forth. And, you know, it has limited growth potentials and uh, those I considered your, your bulletin board coins or even, you know, going to pinks. Uh, those are the coins that, Are basically super high risk with no long term reward. You know, you may get trading reward on it as it goes up and down, up and down. At the end of the day, somebody's going to be leveled in the bag at some point. Don't be that person. Just be very conscious of what you're getting involved with. Okay. And this is why, you know, any, any cryptocurrencies or anything that I, uh, and that of, of that nature that I speak about, I speak, I bring forward value things that i believe have the utility, the growth potential and that value for investors long term for business long term and that's that's a key thing is are these things going to last what are they doing what are they doing that's going to make them last and that's what you have to look at okay so you know again just just uh, just be aware of that Okay, and uh, you yeah, look the SEC—they've continued to knock down any ETFs, exchange tra- exchange traded funds uh, surrounding cryptos, and they've been knocking that out. And you know, Bitcoin and, and other cryptos—they've been—they've been looked at as uh like an oh my god situation like oh my god there's no etf that means that the value is not there that's bogus that's bullcrap okay you have value with a handful of cryptos just find them find those with value and you're going to see how they're going to benefit you etfs no etfs it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that's not that that's not the, that's not the, the key thing maybe for a trader so they can trade it but for the uh for, for growth for growth situation that's uh, a non event. Okay, Goldman Sachs they canned their efforts in building a crypto trading desk. Okay, people thought that, oh my god, it's everything's gonna crash, everything's gonna collapse, there's a bubble, all this other nonsense. And that's not the case. You know, they opted to line up investments in cryptos that have uh, high that have value and growth potential. So they're looking at the long term event trading when you're trading is a short-term event. When you're investing and you're looking for growth, it's a long-term event. You have to you have to look at things for what they are. Okay? So just be careful when you're looking at the crypto market. Too many sinking ships floating in the ocean. So watch out. Don't you don't want to be on a Titanic, okay? You don't want to be on that. And I want to close out the show, you know, lastly, you know, Hurricane Florence, mentioned it earlier uh, has made its impact and my prayers go out for those impacted. Uh, now business wise is going to hurt North and South Carolina, uh, as their main cash flow comes from the ports. Okay. So it's going to hurt the communities. Uh, the flooding has impacted many of the businesses in the area and the cleanup will take some time. You're talking somewhere to the tune of 20 billion, maybe higher. Uh, the industries are varied and, and I look at those companies just, uh, you know, for, uh, as far as business is concerned, I look at those companies that may be publicly traded that have a decent amount of business in those areas because it may present an opportunity. Those companies may, get knocked down temporarily but once everything fixes up yeah you may get a bargain again just my view i would take a look at it okay and that's about it for this monday uh thanks for listening uh we're going to be back with you tomorrow okay as i said we're going to be ramping up the show so uh we'll be back with you tomorrow for the next segment of money Enough sleeps until then you guys have an awesome awesome trading day Thanks for listening. Initiating
0: shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.
0: All opinions expressed by Lewis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such.